0: Van Ellington. We're at D-A-L-E-007 on Twitter. This is a hoop-ball.com presentation. Hoop-ball.com Make sure to go over there. Check out the premium content. Hoopball 360 for 12 dollars You're going to get a wager pass, a DFS pass, and a fantasy pass gonna be able to make some money in all three sectors. We have some incredible nights where we pay for your whole yearly dues in one night. Troy and I did that the other night. Both of us have incredible evenings. And if you just want the free everyday content, that's fine too, we have plenty of that. We have forums and different conversation groups you can jump in. But we do have a Discord on the premium side and it's really fun. A lot of active users, big community. So go over there and check it out. Find us on Twitter at Hootball Gaming or at Hootball Tweets. And also talk about manscaped.com, today's show sponsor. Manscaped.com, you go over there, use promo code HOOPBALL20, H O O P B A L L 20. hoopball 20 you going to get hooked up with free shipping and 20% off all of the products that you choose to get. One, one product that I really, really like is the Lawnmower 3.0. Really smooth, waterproof technology, electric battery, easy glide and take care of the lawn. Weed Whacker just came out. Two motors, dual motors, lithium battery operated. Tugless technology for all those sensitive spots. Nostrils, ears, wherever else you choose to use it. It's anti-tug. It's good for just trimming up some spots. Check out those new products as well as all the other great products that manscape.com has. Got a real nice men's travel kit. A care package, essentially. Lots of different items for us to use. Bootball20, manscaped.com. Get you on mode. Today is Friday. And I am recording this at about 1245 Central Standard Time. Got a gamut of all sorts of small school basketball to go getting tipped off on here. Today on Friday, lots of MAAC action. There's some other action as well. Got some Big South teams playing. Lots of those back-to-backs to look into. Wager pass plays didn't do so hot last night, but it's time to get back into it. At least it wasn't an over. It was still a positive night, but not as positive as we want to be. i like to win a solid five units a night. I'd like for you to win a solid five units per night. It's always my goal. It's a nice round number. I'm gonna talk of course, college hoops today, but then there's also NBA. Pretty sizable slates on both of those. So I'm not entirely sure if I'm gonna make it over to some NHL, go a couple puck plays out, maybe out on Twitter or in the Discord if you wanna ask. But today is going to be geared towards basketball. And then championship weekend. We can't forget about that. Championship weekend. A couple NFL games to talk about. Why not? Throw those in there. Well, you know what? Screw it. Let's just talk about them right now. I'm going to go ahead and talk about those two pigskin games to decide who goes to the Super Bowl. Obviously, both on Sunday. Tampa Bay, Green Bay, you remember this matchup earlier in the year? Green Bay got embarrassed. Aaron Rodgers was not in his MVP form yet. They were a little banged up. Tampa Bay, I think they're in trouble. Minus three and a half for Green Bay, over under 52. Green Bay minus three and a half is where I'm going to be. I like the Green Bay money line. Also, a little more juice, obviously, at minus 180, minus 175. But if you want a championship Sunday parlay, I like Green Bay and I like Kansas City. I've been calling for a Green Bay, Kansas City Super Bowl for a long time now. I think it'd be fun to see. They played in Super Bowl one. I, I think. I think that's right. If not, fact check me, let me know. I know they played in one of the first like five Super Bowls. There was one in there somewhere. So, Green Bay, man, they're just kind of doing their thing right now. Tampa Bay looked good, obviously. That defense is something else right now with all that pass rush. But, uh, you know, we saw Washington give them a few fits. If they had a decent, capable, serviceable quarterback in that game, I believe it would have been a lot closer. Tampa Bay, you know, covered the eight-point spread by a few points, I think it was. I was playing a team with a nobody quarterback and a very, very, albeit good defense, but very young, very young defense. So I think Tom Brady is going to have a lot more issues with Green Bay and their pass rush and, you know, Zendarius Smith. Guys on the back end who are a little smarter. And then, of course, there's Aaron Rodgers. So. You think he forgot about getting shellacked by this Tampa Bay team? Nah. I don't think so. Then the game of the day, in my opinion, Buffalo, Kansas City. It's going to be phenomenal. Two strong-armed quarterbacks just going back and forth. Serviceable defenses. Great coordinators on both sides. Great coaching. This is who you expected to see. These two teams are who you expected to see in the AFC Championship. You know, this is just what felt right, who played the best all year long. Diggs, you know, setting franchise records, uh, having a great connection with Josh Allen, the two backs for Buffalo. I'll tell you what, this is going to be a fun matchup in a certain circle of friends of mine that I have. I've got a former employer and a friend in a fantasy football league cohort. Um, you know, but that can be said about both of these folks that I'm going to talk about. But, you know, I got a buddy that owns a bar in Kansas City. And, uh, well, his dad's from Tonawanda, New York. So he is a diehard Buffalo fan. And so we're pre- we were pretty much like a Buffalo and Chiefs, Buffalo-Kansas City uh, bar. So it's going to be interesting, that part of the atmosphere. I want to make my way up to Kansas City just to go hang out for this game. Buffalo-Kansas City. It's going to be a really great game, really great game. Shout out to Taps on Main in Kansas City, 17th and Main. If you're ever in Kansas City or if you're a listener and you're close by, go check those dudes out. Grant Tower, Ty James. Phenomenal fellas. I won't tell you which one's the Bills fan. So, all right. Short and sweet on the NFL. Two games to talk about Championship Sunday. The football fan of me is probably just going to enjoy this one oh so much more than the better. So, I'm going to go ahead and Transfer into college basketball since it is so lengthy. I've already got some bets placed. I've got my final card put together. I need to maybe take another look here. I'll find a couple different tidbits, nuggets, and whatnot as I go through this like I always do. But uh, as always, I'm going to start with the first game first. And uh, we're going to go from there because I like to keep it in order. So, 11 a.m. this morning, right? State and IUPI was going to play, supposed to play. I'm looking at a couple different apps here, and maybe it's the old person in me, but I'm having problems with technology. I'm trying to see where this game is tipped. I'm looking to see the current, you know, situation is on it. Oh, uh, I guess I got moved to 1 p.m. That's weird. Okay. Well, that's in 11 minutes. So uh, right State, heavy favorite, 14 points. I don't trust them. I don't. I've already talked to a lot of you in the Discord server about this game, so I'm not going to cover it too heavy since we have a ton of games to talk about. But, uh, yeah, no. Sorry. I like right State. They'll probably be in the tournament because they'll win the Horizon League. But uh, trusting them with a 14-point spread, I I just I can't. It was at 11 and a half open, so no thank you. Mm -mm. Three o'clock, three o'clock. Like I said, we're gonna have a lot of back-to-backs. So I'm gonna go ahead and probably briskly move through some of these. St. Francis, Sacred Hearts, the first one, One one-point spread, 142 is the over. Um, St. Francis won by a lot last night. Sacred Heart was the dog last night. The books and such are making, you know, amends on these back-to-backs and figuring it out. So be careful. It's not just automatic value anymore like it was a couple weeks ago. St. Francis ultimately the better team. But these back-to-backs are pretty, uh, pretty tough, you know, pretty strange. Mount St. Mary's, Central Connecticut State, like I talked about, they are the new Chicago State. Mount St. Mary's, if I remember right, walloped them last night. Let me pull up the schedule. I don't think it was even a close game at all. You know, or not. My technology is just uh, giving me a run for my money today. So, no. You know, if I remember right, and I've been around before, but Mount St. Mary's won by a lot. So, uh, you know, again, it's a back-to-back. Central Connecticut State being terrible, I wouldn't be terribly afraid of backing Mount St. Mary's in the same game of back-to-back, even though what kind of trends and whatnot we've seen. Fairleigh Dickinson, Merrimack. I absolutely was incorrect yesterday. I had Fairleigh Dickinson plus two. And uh, this is a stay away game for me. It was minus two and a half for Fairleigh Dickinson to open this morning. Plus three is what it is now. So fish market right there. I'm staying away. Three o'clock we got Niagara and Quinnipiac. This is going to be a really phenomenal game. If you've got ESPN Plus, I would maybe scroll over to this one for a little bit. These two teams, I like the way they play. Niagara a little bit better of a defensive team. Quinnipiac they can get up and down the court and score a bunch of points, though. Um, over-unders, 130-and-a-half. It's a one-point game. Quinnipiac, the home short home favorite, one-point One point spread. You know, as a person that's always been very opinionated on the MAAC, it bums me out that I haven't been able to give out a play that I uh, saw or liked here so far between um, a couple of these matchups. It's just there's a couple scary ones, and there's a couple that, you know, I'm just looking at, and I'm like, ooh, that's going to be a good matchup. I'm really excited for that one. And then with these back-to-backs, you know, I think the data is shifting a little bit because my luck's been running out on these, so I think what I'm trying to do is also let it dilute saturate itself a little bit, see what comes up to the top, see what sticks out. So I'm, I'm just kind of keeping an eye on these MAAC games and tracking you know, how the data and the shift and the balance and all that good stuff that we talk about in numbers um, is coming through these games, through these back-to-backs. So, I think the underdogs have, you know, been having more success on the first game now. You know? Um, So, my general thought in this one, I really like Niagara. Quinnipiac, I think I'm 0-3 betting on them this year. So, you know, try something different. Put a different colored pair of glasses on, I guess. Niagara, they are a really solid team. I, I've seen them play a good amount this year. I like them. So if I'm going to give a lean out on this game, which I guess this will be a lean, we'll just go ahead and go with it. Niagara to win outright. You know, they're getting one point, but if they get that close, they're probably going to win. So Niagara minus 105 in on the money line, you know, might as well be a pick 'em. Indiana Purdue Fort Wayne against Green Bay, plus one and a half after being a minus two point road favorite. A lot. Of I don't like what is going on with the movement, and you know, a lot of these small schools like this, you're seeing it. It's a little bit weird. It's a little fishy. We talk about it all the time. These crossing zeros. It's just really, really weird. It's not something I'm really into, unless it's you know a a distinct advantage. You know, Monmouth Manhattan. Too good of a game for me to just worry about betting on. I love the basketball aspect of this. Another great MMA or MAAC matchup. So pure pass game. That's at 5 o'clock. Let me make sure I didn't skip any 4 o'clock games. I usually do. I need to backtrack at least once a show. All right, yeah, one of my first plays, I got University Incarnate Word, Youngstown State, the Penguins. I'm taking the Penguins on the money line, plus 100. They are plus one-and-a-half-point dogs, but I think that they'll just go ahead and win this game at home. Um, They had a really, really great showing against Wright State, beating them by 10 after being a 14-point underdog. Uh, UIC inconsistent, Youngstown State. I think they have a little bit better defense, a little bit better guard play. All right. That's going to do it for the 4 o'clock games. I already talked about one 5 o'clock game in that Monmouth-Manhattan game. Next 5 o'clock game, I actually got to play on this one. Coastal Carolina, Troy. Guess who I'm going with. It's not football, but guess. That's right. Yep. Coastal Carolina, Chanticleers. I can still say it. You know, I thought after football season I was going to be done saying Chanticleers, but here I am. They're 9-3 and three in basketball this year. That athletic director is just doing some crazy things over there in Coastal Carolina. I think they're out in the Myrtle Beach area South Carolina. So they get some good recruiting points from that, I guess. Plus, 11.5 is what Troy is as an underdog on the road. 137.5 is up from the 136 total. They're going kind of give me Coastal Carolina minus 11 and a half. I haven't seen Troy hit too many shots this season. And then they couple that with really bad turnovers. And then um, they were like, you know, very, very lackadaisical in defense every time I've watched them. So they don't give a lot of effort. Sticking in the fun belt, Georgia State, Appalachian State, Georgia State four-point road favorites. I'm going to actually go ahead and roll with the home dogs of Appalachian State over under is 142 and a half. It's come down. Maybe people are thinking it's gonna be a little bit closer. I think it will be Appalachian State winning this game would not shock me. Let's get into these other five o'clock games. Well, that's it. All right, so now we're into the six o'clock games. Six o'clock. Charlotte, Florida Atlantic, one point, one and a half point spread. Florida Atlantic, the Owls, the home favorite. 126.5 is the total. I took the under on that one. I've not seen a lot of offense out of these two teams. I've also seen some decent defense. Free throws, free throw attempt rates, you know, those are all pretty low. Ball State, Ohio, we got some action. We got a five-point roll in play, guys and gals. Five-point play. Opened at 151. We're at 146. What are we doing? Taking the over 146. This worked yesterday for the Central Michigan-Akron game. So let's get on it. Let's roll. Five-point roll. St. Sienna, Probably the game of the day, matchup of the day right here. I love the St. Peter's uh, Peacocks. I love Sienna, The Saints, even though their mascots is. uh uh, St. Bernard, well, I guess that makes sense. No, it's not a St. Bernard. What kind of? Do- it's like a greyhound. I got off the wagon here, y'all. I'm sorry. We're going to figure this dog out. I need to know. I need to know. I think I looked it up before. It's like a race dog or some stuff like that. What dog is Sienna's C- mascot? Here we go. The stuff you learn on Today in Sports Betting. Okay. It is a St. Bernard. I was wrong. Okay. The picture was really small. His name's Bernie. Bernie. Bernie Bernard. All right. That's cool. Heck yeah. Sienna. Now y'all know the mascot and his name. So that's that. I think they also play in New York. Siena's in New York, if I don't, if I'm not mistaken. All right. Anyways, this game, I got over 133. Capable offense. Siena is just executing like crazy right now. St. Peter's, I've taken the unders in a couple of their games. Not really worked out. This is the first game of back-to-back between these two. So let's go ahead and look for some points in the first game and then for those defensive adjustments to be made in the second leg. Six o'clock, Northern Kentucky. The Norse are taking on Robert Morris, and I am taking Robert Morris minus one and a half at home. You know, to be honest, this is a complete dart throw. I saw the line. Um, Robert Morris is 3-5 and five on their record. They're at home. They've had a couple good home wins. So, give me Robert Morris, minus 1.5. More of a hunch. UC Santa Barbara against Cal State Northridge. Under 145 for me, because it's already come down from the 146.5. I'm going to go ahead and follow some steam. But, Northridge is terrible. And this game has a chance to be a blowout. And it has a chance to start as a blowout and to end as one, also. Northridge is bad. Even though they're five and four. They've played a few Division II guys schools this year. Moving on with the six o'clocks. Detroit, Oakland, over 151 and a half for me. Detroit can score buckets. Oakland can score buckets. Both teams also have Swiss cheese resemblant defenses. Florida Gulf Coast, Lipscomb. Lipscomb minus six at home. I took minus six and a half, so it looks like some people are taking the Florida Gulf Coast um, side. 138 and a half is the total. No opinion on that. I like Lipscomb minus 6.5. I've seen them execute, and I've seen them perform pretty efficiently. So let me go ahead and see that. Florida Gulf Coast, you know, they, they rely too much on big plays, and they also rely a lot on three-pointers. Louisiana Tech with their 11-4 and four record against UTEP. Give me UTEP plus 1.5 at home. It opened at 3. It's come down a point and a half. 136.5 is the total. UTEP at home, that's a tough building to go play in. And UTEP has a lot of continuity, a lot of uh, middle to upperclassmen, great forward play. Louisiana Tech, don't let their record fool you. They haven't really beaten a ton of people, and they've gotten lucky in regards to their schedule and not getting any postponements or interruptions. They've just kind of been able to even kill, just like, you know, roll through their schedule. So um, look for UTEP to give them some fits tonight. Maybe uh, go ahead and win that game outright. If they get close enough to that one-and-a-half point spread, my guess would be that they probably will do what they need to do to go ahead and win the game. So, um, yeah, UTEP plus one-and-a-half for me. And that game tips at eight tonight. So I think I skipped some games. Let me go back here. I hate how uh, I lose track sometimes. I just get to talking. Just get to talking. All right, State IUPI is tipped. Just in case you're wondering. If you want a live number on that, you know, look for IUPI to maybe get out to a decent lead in the first half early, early, early. And if you get under double digits on right State, I'd say go ahead and take it. Like I said, the double digits was giving me the most amount of pause. Florida Gulf Coast, Lipscomb was at seven o'clock. Louisiana Tech, UTEP at eight. So I did jump the gun a little. Those were the games I had picks on. I'm gonna run through the rest of the games. Some of these starting at six, just to give some agnostic on analysis. Just talk about them out loud. Maybe throw something out there for some of y'all. And uh, maybe for myself, maybe I pick up something that I like. University of Southern Miss, UTSA, Southern Miss is on my do not bet list, football, basketball, both, I cannot get that school right, so I am skipping this game, Marshall, Florida International, a couple of uh, above 500 teams in this game, I think this could actually be a defensive game, I really wanted to go with Florida International plus eight at home, I didn't lock it in, I couldn't pull the trigger, But the under right here seems like a good play to me. Marshall and uh, Florida International, they both play pretty solid defense. Their inefficiencies on offense can stick out. But, boy, when they put points in, they put a lot of them in. So, you know, this game could be a boom or a bust. You know, the total could be 120 or it could be 170. And that's just a lot of variance for me. The spread offers a little bit more consistent value with Florida International being the home team at plus eight. I like that a little bit more. It's uh, shaded evenly to minus 110 on both sides. So you're not losing or gaining juice or anything like that. University of uh, Arkansas, Little Rock, and then University of Texas, Arlington. This is um, actually a really good matchup here, Big West Conference. Um, so I really, really like this matchup. Uh, Little Rock opened as a pick favorite, you know, or as a pick em. Now it's plus one to Little Rock. Probably just, you know, a lot of tickets, a lot of money going into the side of the home team. 149 was the opening number. We're at 144 and a half. So a half more point or a half point more. And we got our five point rule in this game, y'all. We'll go over um, if this hits 144. So I like that actually, just for the simple fact that I've seen a lot of offense from this Arlington team. Um, I've seen some offense from the Little Rock team. My only concern, my biggest concern, though, is going to be the fact that they do uh, instill some hard played defense on both of these schools. UT Arlington gave Oklahoma State, you know, all they could handle. I think they only lost by, like, three or four, but Oklahoma State was down coming into the last minute and a half of that game. So UT Arlington, look for them to maybe, you know, get a good win here. Um, Marist and Ryder. Marist plus one and a half on the road against Ryder. Ryder is probably, hmm, I'm going to go out on the limb and say Ryder's probably the worst team in the NAAC. They're pretty bad. Marist though, I've had them in a couple of spots and they've let me down. So I'm, I've got my heartstrings involved in this one. And so if you, can take your uncolored glasses and lenses to it and listen to my value on Marist plus one and a half, go for it. I'm not playing it, but it's at 133 for the total. It's come down from the 135. I believe that difference of movement is the difference of the outcome of this game. And I think Marist can win this game by one or two. They're seven and five on the year. I don't understand why riders three and 10 and a home favorite, probably because the markets know that they're going to flip they're going to flip this tomorrow with the back to backs. I think the market's starting to make a bunch of weird lines uh, based off of this back to back stuff. Georgia Southern, Southern Alabama, two and a half point favorites. The Jaguars of Southern Alabama are at their home field, home court. It's basketball, sorry. 137 is the total. It opened at 141 and a half, so we're creeping the five point rule keep an eye on that one no true opinion on it here but if it does hit that five point roll throw it in there Kennesaw State North Florida the Ospreys the birds of Trey the Ostrays uh, University of North Florida that's that's some of their nicknames they're a home eight point favorite uh, over under 137 it's up from the 134 and a half you know Kennesaw State gets blown out a lot they allow like 70 to 90 points almost every night. North Florida, they're not called the birds of trade for no reason. They hit a lot of threes. They take a lot. They hit a lot. And I understand. Live and die by the three. They're going up against terrible Kennesaw State defense. If one team, and that one team being North Florida, can score 85 to 90 points, I'm thinking the under is definitely not going to hit. So got to lean to the over in this one. Over 137, I could see it being a 142 matchup. We're still in six o'clock game, so I'm gonna move a little quicker here y'all. Got some Sunbelt, Funbelt Sunbelt. Arkansas State, University of Louisiana, Lafayette, the Raging Cajuns. Raging Cajuns, nine and a half point favorites at home, over under 148 and a half, up three points from 145 and a half. No true opinion. Arkansas State's pretty terrible, but I'm holding on to some emotional strings to Arkansas State beating the Raging Cajuns. Uh, in football this year and not covering the spread that I put out. So yeah, I know it's dumb, but that's what's happening. Cal Poly, UC Irvine. Cal Poly is terrible. UC Irvine minus 16 uh, over under 135 and a half has not moved. It has been moved two and a half points from the spread though. Cal Poly was getting 18 and a half to begin with. I think this 16 number is right. I think 15's a little more correct. But I don't, that 18 and a half, that was too high. And then this is getting warmer. but still I'd prefer it to be 15, 14 and a half. I could see Cal Poly covering within 15. So um, if you can keep an eye on this and it goes down to 15, or if we watch it live and you want to jump on a UC Irvine 10 or something like that, go for it. Texas State, University of Louisiana, Monroe, Texas State's an actually, you know, they're a decent basketball school. They are 9-4 uh, and four on the year. They've got a lot of people that have come back from last year's team. Um, 125 and a uh, I'm sorry, just 125 is the total. 127 and a half was the opening line. Um, this has come down from 6 to 5, so some people taking UL Monroe at home. But I think Texas State, man, I, I just like them. A lot of sharp money and a lot of heavy money on UL Monroe. That kind of makes me worried. Four projection. It's got a D-plus grade for a five-point line. Hmm. 50% bet percentage is on UL Monroe. 75% of the money. Wow. That's crazy. Watch. UL Monroe would probably win this game outright. What kind of dog are they? Plus 180? Hmm. Hmm. If it was 200, I was I was going to do a half unit. But it's not. All right. Next, Jacksonville, the Dolphins. Jacksonville Dolphins. Yep. Jacksonville University. That's correct. Against the Northern Al- or North Alabama Lions. You know, this is going to disappoint you a ton but I just don't have much to say on this one. Jacksonville getting three and a half, I think is a good look. Um, It's come down from the four and a half based off value alone. I think that's a good look based off movement perception. And I've seen Jacksonville play. I took, I took them in a large cover spot. I think they were getting 21, 22 points or some odd number like that. Can't remember against who. I want to say an ACC team might've been Miami. I could be way wrong. But, yeah, no, look at Jacksonville to cover this game. Plus, they're they're Dolphins, Jacksonville Dolphins. It kind of sounds cool. It's not a normal college mascot. Michigan, Purdue, the big battle in the Big Ten. I don't care what anyone says about, you know, Iowa losing last night to Indiana and then, you know, like that reflecting on Michigan and whatever. This Michigan team is probably the hottest team in the country um, outside of Gonzaga because they haven't lost. But Gonzaga is, you know, obviously in a smaller conference, but they did have a really challenging non-con schedule. Michigan minus four. It's up from the minus two. I see Michigan winning this game. Purdue's been better on the road this year. Usually they're a home heavy favorite team. You know, usually they perform really well there at Mackey. But, you know, with that being different this year, Purdue's still 11-5 and five on the year, but Michigan's only got one loss. They have a great combination of guards. They've got upperclassmen. they got youth. Dixon can win Big Ten Freshman of the Year. That guy rebounds just about everything. So, Michigan minus four is where I'm leaning, and that's where I would put my money if I would be betting this game. Right now it's still on the leans list. Cal State, Bakersfield – UC Riverside, Cal State Bakersfield, four point dogs going on the road against UC Riverside. I haven't paid a lot of attention to these UC or these Cal State teams this year. Usually I do. Usually they're fun. You know, the ant eaters, the road runners, the gauchos. Um, I think there's like the, the uh, one of them's like the slugs or something. They got cool mascot names is what I'm saying. Um so, this is a complete punt game for me. I, I don't have to talk about all of them. Usually, I typically do still. But uh, the Cal State and the UC teams, uh, I just don't know a ton about this year. Here's a great matchup for the uh, Conference USA Rice, UAB, both 10 win teams. Rice is getting eight and a half points. It opened at 10. 143 is the total. It's risen from the 140 and a half. I particularly do like the under here. Um, this is stronger than a lean. It's probably like a lean that you would have after having like six beers. You know, you start leaning a little heavier. So I like the under in this one because, well, Rice and UAB both have inefficient offenses most of the time. Rice and UAB both play slow tempo. Uh, tempo. Rice and UAB both uh, have really solid defenses. Rice and UAB both have really good size on the inside. Rice and UAB both are really smart about when and where they foul. So I believe the coaching and the defensive schemes on this game are going to be important. And I like the under of 143. That's probably going to get bumped up into my final card. Now we're in the seven o'clock games, and we can kind of start moving a little briskly. Hawaii, Cal State, Fullerton. Just talked about these Cal State teams. Hawaii started the year 3-0, if I remember right. They've had lots of postponements and cancellations. They've lost three in a row now. They're a four-point road favorite. It opened at two. So, you know, I don't trust that at all. It's a little fishy. Uh, total hasn't really moved, only by a hook up to 147 and a half. So, no opinion. South Dakota, Western Illinois, Western Illinois, they've lost a lot of games in a row now. They're two and nine. South Dakota, six and six. Even with all their terrible, inefficient offense measures, um, I think that this is probably a right spot here um, just because they play such decent defense. You know, their defense is a lot better and above average um, compared to a lot of the other schools that they go against, and South Dakota had their struggles early in the year. You know, they were a few games under 500. Now they're right there at six and six, so they're starting to piece it together. Their defense is playing a little tougher, and I think this is a good road spot for them to go and get a win to get over 500, covering the spread. Probably right at a push as far as value for me. I could see it being right in this area. Nevada, Wyoming, really, really love this matchup. Nevada, the Wolfpack, you know, they're playing some good ball. They got a great defense, a lot of continuity. 152 and a half was the opening total. 149 is where we're at now. Wyoming, however, they are just, you know, kind of middle, top middle of the pack, doing what they need to, winning games that they probably should. They've lost a couple tough ones. They've, you know, fought really hard against some higher ranked teams, higher rated teams. Um, so initially seeing um, – initially seeing this number at three and a half, I, I think that that's smart. I think getting above the key number is nice. I think if you want to buy up to four points, that's not terrible. Just don't take too much juice. But if you want to get to that other key, other key basketball number of four, you know, it's a couple buckets. It gives you a two-possession, you know, allowance – I, I like the Wyoming side. I wouldn't be shocked if they won outright. Nevada's good, don't get me wrong. But like I said, every team falters. I talked about it yesterday with Bowling Green State and Miami of Ohio. Look what happened. Miami of Ohio beat up on that 10-win team. I think this is very comparable. This is very comparable. Wyoming right now, plus 140 on the money line. Miami of Ohio last night, they were plus 145. Um, completely different teams, obviously, completely different conferences, but I see some similarity in it. So moving on North Dakota, South Dakota state, South Dakota state, 14 and a half point home favorites. 143 and a half is the total 730 PM tip on ESPN plus no opinion client game. South Dakota state's starting to play pretty well. They're going to have something to say in that summit league. One in 10 Denver against North Dakota state. People are buying points on North, or on Denver. That is just atrocious. One thirty-eight is the total. Thirteen and is the spread. It was fourteen. Some people are actually buying Denver tickets. I don't see it. I don't see either side in this game. These Summit League matchups can be very, very weird. Milwaukee, Cleveland, Cleveland State, the Vikings. Three-and-a-half-point favorites for Cleveland was four-and-a-half, so a full point on the spread has moved. 135, it was 131, so we got a four-point spread move or four-point total move, guys and gals. If we're going to be looking for games with five-point rules, this one here is another to add. It's at 135, it was 131. If it moves one more point up to the total going over, then we are hitting it right back on the under of 136. Well, I am. I don't know how many of y'all have been following me on those or tracking those, but, you know, it's a discussion that we have in the Discord pretty frequently. Fresno State, Boise State, 13-1 and Boise State. This is the second game of... uh, Here, let me fact check myself before I start talking. Um, This is the... Yes, it is a second game of a back-to-back. Boise State gave Fresno State the work, beat them by 22 last night, or on Wednesday, I'm sorry, and it went under 139. Now we're seeing 137, and we're seeing um, a 15-point spread. Back-to-backs, these are weird, but this is a spot that we can go ahead and just take that 15 with Fresno, and then we can also look at maybe playing the over- Just kind of flip it from what happened the night before. So it's hard to get the same result two nights in a row. So if I'm leaning anything, I'm leaning the over 137, 137 and a half, whatever number you get. And then I'm also leaning that plus 15 for Fresno. Last matchup to talk about. San Diego State Air Force. Air Force is terrible. San Diego State Just doesn't score a lot of points, in my opinion, and they struggle from time to time, and they allow teams to hang in there, especially double digits. So staying away, I don't get enough offense out of the Aztecs to get me excited about them covering a 13-and-a-half-point spread. Their defense is top-notch, don't get me wrong. Air Force is garbage, but it's just not enough offense that's coming out of San Diego State for me. So there we are. That's what I'm thinking. Those are the college games. Talked about every single one of them. Get a quick recap going. The ones I'm actually betting on and things that I have placed bet on. I've got Youngstown State plus 100 on the money line. Coastal Carolina minus 11 and a half. App State plus four under 126.5 in Charlotte, Florida, Atlantic. Ball State, Ohio to go over 146. St. Peter's, Siena over 133. Northern Kentucky and Robert Morris minus one and a half. UC Santa Barbara, Cal State Northridge at the risk of a blowout. I'm taking the under of 145. Over 151 and a half in Detroit, Oakland. Lipscomb minus six and a half. UTEP plus one and a half. That's a lot. There we go. All right. Let's move on to the NBA. Talk about the NBA before I wrap the show up. But before I do all of that, let me talk about mybookie.ag. Mybookie.ag. Go over there, and use promo code HOOPBALL. You're gonna sign up, you're gonna get initial deposit bonus up to $1,000, good for a 50% match. You're gonna have customer service, diverse games that you can play, all sorts of lines and props and futures markets you can bet on. You're also gonna help us grow and then help them grow as well by using that promo code. So it's like a triumvirate of victories for everybody involved. You get great customer service. We get a promo code in use. hootball gets to grow. my bookie gets to grow. And then look at that. See how that works? Symbiotic relationship. It happens in nature all the time. It needs to start happening in society a lot more, in my opinion. So there we go. That's how I'm feeling about that. MyBookie.ag. Bet, win, get paid. Now that I got philosophical on it. Let's move into the NBA. Okay. NBA. I've already played some bets that I really like. I think there's a lot of good value in the NBA lines tonight. There's a sweet heavy slate. I want to say it's like 10 games. I'm not going to take the time to count them right now. So, sorry. Um, starting with some six o'clock games, let's go ahead and talk about. Uh, Orlando, Indiana, and I always do this. Indiana, they play in Indianapolis, and I always think of the Colts and then just the place, Indianapolis. I always forget that Indiana is a state, but I know that Indianapolis is a city. It's rough. 217.5 the total. I'm leaning the under on that one. These two teams usually play each other close, play each other hard. Four-point spread, pretty close spread. I'm expecting a close game. Uh, Battle of the Big Men, Vucevic, Domitus Sabonis, Miles Turner, Kim Birch. Um, You know, I think Michael Carter-Williams is coming back for Orlando. Uh, You got Mr. Cole Anthony out there, point guard. Lots of injuries for Orlando. Again, you know, they just don't stay healthy. So I would lean Indiana to win this game. I'm not how – However, confident and comfortable in betting the spread either way. Seems weird to me. Uh, But the under is a play that I'm leaning on uh, under 217.5. Two games that I actually do have plays on in the 6 o'clock game. Chicago, Charlotte, over 228.5. Give that to me. Wendell Carter is sitting. I just got a notification on that. But, you know, these defenses, you know, Charlotte, they will play. They contest threes and they contest shots a decent amount. But Zach Levine's crazy right now. Charlotte has all sorts of scorching shot makers. Chicago doesn't play defense. Um, so, yeah, go in, give me the over 228.5. And I actually really like the Bulls to win this game. It's not a bet that I played. But I've been killing it with picking the Knicks and the Bulls' money lines this year. So give me the Bulls plus 130. Ah, gosh dang it. Okay, it's an official play. But I accidentally made an official play on the Knicks yesterday on the money line, and look what happened against Golden State. They won. So, Bulls outright, and then give me the over 228.5. Duh, Bulls. Houston, Detroit. Wrong team is favored in this one, in my opinion. Detroit, they are a mess. So is Houston post Harden. If they can get John Wall back, that would be huge. He's not a star, so I'm not worried about the Dan Vesper's beta star theory. Um, he's just a guy that's been battling a crap ton of health issues for two years now. So over under 214.5. Um, give me Houston plus three. Again, another underdog here that I think wins outright. And they are at plus 120. So if you want to do a little pizza parlay, two-way parlay, go ahead and throw Chicago and Houston on some plus money, money line. Action in a parlay, you're going to get a nice plus money parlay. Nice little 6 o'clock NBA parlay. Why not? Why not? It's just a little sprinkle. So, you know. All right. 6.30 games. We're going to go through these real quickly. Brooklyn, Cleveland, second of their, you know, back-to-back, no thank you. Cleveland covered the first by winning outright, um, spoiling their you know little big three party that they got going on in Brooklyn, uh, six and a half point spread for Cleveland it is shot down from ten that is just crazy, um, no value any which way pre post flop for me, I mean if you get Cleveland plus it's not going to happen, yeah. so don't don't worry about it. It does look like we almost have a five point rule here in the NBA. Um, it's 223 and a half. 228 was the opener. Um, KD is going to be out. That's why that number has been now, you know, that's why both of these numbers are shifting. But, um, you know, I wouldn't be shocked if Cleveland just won again. I mean, you got Kyrie, you got Harden. Talk about soap opera divas. You know, they don't go out and they don't just play basketball. They get, there's always some extracurricular bull crap going on with them. It's kind of annoying. Like, and, and I'm not one for the whole just shut up and dribble, you know, dialogue, because I actually like our athletes and our polarizing athletes to have opinions on social and life and political climates because, well, they're people and they also live in these areas. So, you know, and we're all people. So, like, everyone should have an opinion. But I don't like it whenever it goes into the divotized within just basketball where you know it's just a cancer thing uh, uh you know to in any locker room he went to and you know we've heard it about a lot of different players so that for me it's like if you're going to be that kind of nuisance then that's when you need to shut up and just play basketball i don't want that to be the narrative uh for you know like i said the social stuff so NBA players, keep doing what you're doing. I know all of y'all are listening to this podcast. Yeah. (laughs) I heard Andre Drummond's a real big fan of mine. Miami, Toronto. Toronto's on my do not bet list, so I will not be placing any bets on this game. Miami's pretty much on that list. They are such a weird team to handicap. So, complete punt. Staying away. Boston, Philly. I went ahead and tried to go – against the grain and went with the underdog Celtics against Philly the other night without Jason Tatum. That uh, did not work at all. But guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to go Boston plus five again because it's that back to back aspect. It's down to four and a half. So there are some books starting to adjust over under two twenty-two, um, Boston plus five. I'm going back to it. I don't see it happening twice in a row. Now we're into some seven o'clock games. Atlanta, Minnesota over 225. Duh. They don't play defense. My only problem is who is going to be the super inefficient team that screws up my over bet that scores 70 points? Probably the Hawks. <laughs> Dallas, San Antonio, baby. This is a matchup right here. Dallas two-point favorite, Spurs at home, minus two-point dog, or plus two-point dogs, 223.5, come down from the 224 total. Uh, Divisional game, Spurs one point over 500, or one game over 500. Dallas trying to get over 500. This, as a Dallas fan, is a huge game, huge matchup, huge rivalry. Uh, I grew up disliking the Spurs, but once I got older and into my late teens, early 20s, I realized that you just got to appreciate and respect winning. And I love Greg Popovich. He's one of my favorite coaches. And when he retires from the NBA, I'm going to be very, very sad. Um, with that being said, I think the Spurs win tonight. I think they just went out right. So I'm, I'm on the side of a few different dogs here. Looks like I had a plus 40 dog, plus 30 dog, or plus 20, I think it was, and now a plus 10 Spurs dog. Not an official play. It's not. But, you know, that's like my strong inclination. My basketball eyesight is saying, yeah, I think the Spurs win this game. And with them being plus money, obviously there's value in there. Just not all of the conviction that we look for on the show. OKC, LAC, going up against each other. 13 point dogs The Thunder are on the road. Two nineteen and a half. There's barely been any movement on any side. Clippers, do not bet list. Clippers are on my do not bet list. Heat, Clippers, uh, I think the Grizz, the Grizz are pretty, they're like on my uh, bubble watch, you know, my last four in, out or next four out. So, yeah, Clippers do not bet, Raptors do not bet list. And then um, who else did I say? Heat do not bet list. So staying away from this game, Denver, Phoenix, Denver plus one and a half on the road, over under 220. It's risen up from the 218 and a half. Um, hmm. mm Only even money on the money line for the Nuggets. So there's no really true, you know, true value there. So stay away on this one as well for me. Phoenix, Denver. Phoenix was a team I had struggles with handicapping last year. But, uh, yeah. All right. Well, now to circle the wagon back, you know, fully and talk about my last NBA pick. Knicks, uh, Sacramento. Knicks, plus four. I've been all over the Knicks lately. I took him on the money line in the spread last night. Um, don't trust Luke Walton at all. He's a terrible coach. Sacramento, I don't know what they're doing. Marvin Bagley's day-to-day. Uh, they don't have consistent play from any other guys. So Knicks right now, they're hot. They're winning. They just won in Golden State. They're coming down for a short road trip to Sacramento. Um, look for them to maybe just go ahead and get another win. Am I going to make another Knicks call right here? God, I am. Knicks plus 155. Let's go. I'm locking it in right here live. Knicks plus 155. Gosh, that's two days in a row. I can't believe I've done that. Oh, I'm a mess. Oh, boy. I I really did that, y'all. I did. All right. Well, to circle the wagon back to the football, just because I got an alert on my phone just now as I was recording, uh, Patrick Holmes cleared to play Sunday. So, that, that um, you know, helps my Sunday fun day parlay between uh, Packers and the Chiefs. So, yeah. I think that's it. Kind of recapping in my brain right now. Talked about Manscaped. Talked about my bookie. Talked about the DFS and Wager Pass stuff, the premium content over at Hoop ball.com. Mm-hmm. You got your promo codes. Ah, here we go. Uh, Five star reviews. Let's get some of those coming in, y'all. Not that they aren't, but let's keep more coming in. You know, It's good to see your words. It's good to see what y'all think. It's good to see what we can improve on. And it's good to see criticism. Like Vince and I say, if you leave a one star review, you better tell us why. So you can do that on Apple Music. Anywhere you get your podcasts. I know Spotify doesn't allow reviews, but you can follow. You can follow. Check out Stitcher, iHeartRadio. You know, to be honest, I'm not too familiar with those platforms. I'm a Spotify guy. I love music. I deep dive into music and discographies and bands and artists and what, uh, you know, parallelisms uh, artists draw to each other. So I'm into that. But you'll find us there. You can follow the podcast on that. And of course, all the Twitters. My personal one at D-A-L-E-007. Hootball Gaming is the page for this podcast. And then we got at Hootball Tweets for the pretty much just motherboard of Twitter for all of the Hoopball family stuff. So all the college basketball is covered for you tonight. All the NBA got some uh, championship Sunday picks put together some parlays. I like lots of dogs tonight take it with a grain of salt or whatever grain you got I don't know we're kind of in the middle as far as the ebb and flow right now I'm not too drastic one way or the other um so but I feel like I'm always knowledgeable I'm always decent so we'll get we'll get better than decent one day I promise but it's the point of the show where I bid you do so you can listen to it, so you can listen to me, give me some views and some likes, some criticisms and ratings, and then I get to relish myself and I get to read them. So that's what's gonna be happening here very shortly once you're listening to this. So thanks again for all of your support, all of you who are in the Discord asking questions, all of you reaching out on Twitter, um, interacting, engaging, discussion, not argumentation. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being a part of this growing family. We are just continuing our ascension and our liftoff. We've not even shed the bottom part of the rocket yet. You know, we're still boosting up. So um, everyone better buckle up. That's what I'm saying. So holler at me anytime you need to. You know the Twitter stuff. And if you don't, if you skipped, it's at D-A-L-E-007. At Hootball Gaming. And then also join the family. Come get in on the Discord. We got 24-7 access over here. all of us. Active all the time. As always, I'm sending you all of my good vibes, all of my good energies. And once again, be safe and we'll see you on the next one. Bye.